Hey friends, Hannah here with the Practically Well podcast, where I will be bringing you amazing holistic guests to educate, inspire, and empower you to live your healthiest, fullest life in a practical way. As an acupuncturist and coach, I believe that the mind and body are deeply connected and that when we can tap into these natural reservoirs within ourselves and heal, anything is possible. So it is my goal to bring you a variety of transformative topics and practices to the table in a simple, digestible way so that you can break down old barriers, seek out new holistic methods, and up-level your mindset and life so that you can get wherever you want to go. It is all in your hands, and I'm here to be your guide. So let's get started. and welcome to another beautiful day on the Practically Well podcast and happy new year. So this episode is so special because it is the first episode of the year and of our second season. And while, you know, it was definitely great to have a little time off last month after a really full and abundant year, I've definitely missed being here with you guys and sharing this space. So I'm so, so glad to be back. And so as this is the first episode of the year and we're all beginning a new chapter in a way, I wanted to spend a little time speaking to that and sharing my thoughts with you all. So, you know, while some people consider January one or, you know, even the first couple of days into the new year to just be another day or days and truthfully so, I personally always love to take this time as a little bit of an audit and to reset a little bit if needed, and to really take time to consider what I've achieved over the last year and how I've grown, what I've learned, and you know how I can create more space and love for myself to not only grow, but love and care for myself even more deeply. And you know, it's, it's definitely easy <laughs> in this time of the year to put really enormous amounts of pressure on ourselves, right? And and there's all these great expectations that come with a new year and, and there can be a lot of weight behind it, but I wanted to put this episode out to tell you a little bit about my first day of the new year. So, you know, I, I counted my first official day to be Monday, January 3rd, uh, cause that was when I was going back to work and starting my moving my practice to a new location. And, you know, I purposely took this past weekend leading up to that to just be one with the couch and relish the little mini holiday weekend we had after New Year's Eve. And, oh, it was glorious. (laughs) I watched all of the Harry Potter movies and the new, what's it called? Like the new reunion 20 year thing. Oh my gosh. Loved it. And I just snuggled with Sean and the fur babies. I ate tons of takeout and just really let my mind think about nothing other than what was right in front of me. So come Monday, I was just really looking forward to going back to work, you know, especially because it was my first day at this new location. And with that being said, the universe had other plans for me. because I woke up to a blizzard of snow and all of my clients had to reschedule to other days or this week or to next week. So normally, especially because I wasn't able to work for two weeks in December due to COVID getting it and, you know, having that be 
me not being in the most financially flush position right now. Normally with this information, blizzard, patients canceling, I would allow my mind to go into a little bit of a panic spiral (laughs) with worrying about all the things that could go wrong and how this was going to set me back in some way, or even if it was really bad, thoughts about how I wasn't worthy about having money. Ooh, how, how kind to myself, right? <laughs> but instead, I thought, hey, I get a snow day. I get to cozy up on the couch and watch this beautiful storm from the comfort of my gorgeous home. And I have the opportunity to get a bunch of things done administratively that have been on my to-do list forever. I get to relax and be a little bit productive. I get to plan for tomorrow. And I get to spend quiet time in the present moment. And one day isn't going to set me back. There will always be more abundance flowing in. And this is an opportunity for me to take a little space to feel productive, but also not have to be moving a mile a minute. What a treat. (laughs) And let me tell you, talking to myself that way, made the whole rest of the day feel insanely nourishing and juicy. So, you know, while some of you may have New Year's resolutions or words or intentions of some, and, you know, some of you may not, and that's wonderful too. I kind of, in reflecting on that day that I had on Monday and, and just in this new year in general, I wanted to share a few concepts of my own that I've come up with as we begin this, this new year, this 2022. So, you know, I definitely do have some structured financial goals written down and and certainly find them very valuable. But what I've realized is that one of my biggest goals for this year is to really release my grip on the need for control and structure in order to feel safe. And so instead of making all of the lists and putting this enormous pressure on myself to constantly perform and hit all these targets and do it in that very young way, which has been really great in the past. And what I'm really feeling into this year is choosing to focus more on ideas or beings in terms of how I'm showing up for myself and the world around me, knowing really deeply, honestly, at this point that when I am present to myself and my experience and the world around me, the rest kind of falls into place. So I wanted to share with you guys today, my list of beings for this upcoming year. And I encourage you to think of a few beings for yourself, you know, whether it's today or next week or in the weeks to come, maybe give yourself something to practice being. So number one, I will practice being willing and able to release the desire for control over things that are out of my hands. I will also practice this in regards to interactions with those around me, practicing love and acceptance instead. Number two, I will practice being focused and dedicated to treating my body with love and respect and showing it these things through regular movement, consuming foods that make it happy regular water intake, and regular rest. I will practice being a good listener, most importantly, when it is asking for these things, and continue to foster a deeper and deeper connection with it. Number three, 
I will practice being mindful of how I speak to myself and others, knowing that my words have incredible impact and that they shape my world and reality. In remembering this, I will be mindful of what thoughts my mind is tending to focus on and allow it opportunity to focus on thoughts that serve it more often than ones that don't. Number four, I will practice being mindful with money, knowing that while it is always coming to me, it is also something that I have an opportunity to grow and cultivate and invest in a smart and healthy way. Number five, I will practice being a spreader of love and giving it to myself just as much, if not more than I give it to those around me. The world can always use more love. And I know that the more I practice loving myself, the more that that will naturally spread outward and into the world. Number six, I will practice being able to see myself for who I know I truly am. A passionate, smart, deeply intuitive person who makes a great impact on the world every day, whether I know it or not. Number seven, I will practice being vulnerable and communicative in my relationship and in all relationships, knowing that even though I'm very well-practiced at being codependent and fearful, I don't need to be anymore. Number eight, I will practice being a magnet for good, knowing that even though there are so many challenging and terrible things out there in the world, there are also just as many good things. And a big part of my mind diet is what I surround myself with. Number nine, I will practice being present with my life experiences one second at a time. And I will practice being okay with the fact that sometimes it's challenging and that it's okay to take things one second at a time. And number 10, I will practice being an example of what is possible, knowing that sharing myself openly and without shame will be a lighthouse for those who need it. So those are my 10 beings for this year, my friends. And they're not numerical goals or stats to hit. You know, they're, they're ways that I want to show up to my life more presently and abundantly this year. And I can say from personal experience that I have spent way too much time in my life being stuck in that hamster wheel of achievement and never enoughness. And I'm finding that the more I practice looking through this lens and this way of looking at life, it's just bringing me more peace and success than I ever thought possible. So I want more of that. And I'm going to continue to cultivate that this year. And with all of that being said, Yes, have structure to your days. Yes, dream about your future and work towards it. Yes, do all of those things that make up a full life. But while you're doing all of those things, think about how you're being in all the little seconds and moments that make up your day. Allow yourself to soften a bit and take breaks and self-care when you need it without guilt. Allow yourself to reflect on how you're showing up for yourself and all the things that you're doing. Because at the end of the day, the most important thing is not the number you hit. It's who you've become as a human being. So go be a being this year and have fun with it because life is too short to take anything too seriously. So thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. I'm so excited to start this new year out with you all. And 
May this year just be so filled with abundance, with presence, peace, healing, and magic for each and every one of you. Talk to you next week. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you've heard, it would be everything if you could subscribe and share this podcast with your loved ones and community. It is my ultimate goal to connect and spread as much healing energy as possible. And every little bit helps. So thanks again for listening. I'm forever grateful. Namaste.